Blog Talk Radio. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, I'm your host, Minister Elaine. Call a neighbor, tell a friend. Text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, hit them up on uh, Instagram, and let them know that we're on the airline. We just thank God for you being here today and being a part of the service today. We want to welcome our new listeners to the service today. And we do hope and pray that you will connect to all of our social media platforms, we do pray that you will continue to listen in every Sunday. Amen. To God be all the glory. We want to also encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Elaine Jackson's Ministry, our Love Today channel. Amen. Uh, that's what we all desire. That's what we all want is love. So we want to ask you to go over there and check us out on YouTube, amen. We want to thank you for that in advance. At this time, we're going to open the line for prayer. If you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. You need only to give your prayer request and your location and not your name. We are a worldwide ministry, and people listen all around the world to voice the truth worldwide ministry. So we don't want you to put your business out on Front Street. So we want to encourage you to be obedient to that. At this time, if you need prayer, you can press the one. We want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers all around the world. We want to say happy Mother's Day to you, mothers figures, mothers-to-be. We want to step moms. We want to say happy Mother's Day to you, and we do hope and pray that you enjoyed your day today. And I hope everybody shows some kind of love to their mothers today. Amen. Where would we be without our mothers and our grandmothers and our great-grandmothers? Amen. To God be the glory. And I pray that God will bless all the mothers all around the world. We just give God all the praise for the beautiful day that he had gave us here down in the deep south, what a beautiful day it was, it is. So we just thank God for his word. Yeah, voice of truth, we will open up the lines for prayer, um, and then we'll do a general prayer, and we'll also bring forth the message. Um, At this time, I want to encourage you, if you need prayer, to press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer. I don't see anybody with their hand raised, so we're just going to keep it moving, and I'm going to go ahead and open us up in general prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we ask you this day, O oh God, to bless all of the mothers all around the world. Bless them whatever they need, O oh God. Fill their cup with their needs. 
Whether it be physically, mentally, or spiritually, we ask you to bless them, O oh God. Bless them even with an overflow, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. We ask you to comfort those who mother may have been went on and on the other side, but we ask you, Father God, to comfort those those individuals who mother is not here with us on earth. But Lord, we ask you right now to let them hold on to the memories of their mother, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, and to cherish every memory. And we give you praise and honor and glory for it even now, Lord. We ask you to meet the needs of your people all around the world, God, whatever that need may be, Lord. We ask you to bless them like only you can, God. We ask you to open up the doors of heaven and pour them down blessings that they have room not to store. Lord, we pray right now that the people of God will not live a life of fear, but to live a life of faith in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, whatever coming against them, God, let them not be afraid nor be fearful, God, but let them be still and wait on the Lord. Lord, we just give you all praise and all honor and all glory. We call it done, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray right now, God, that you will save souls all over the land for your glory, God. We pray that you will bring forth them to your marvelous light, O God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father God, to save souls for the kingdom. We thank you even now, God, for the great revivals that's going to come forth all over the land for souls, O God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to get your people ready for the revivals. Lord, we give you praise for the revival. We thank you for every soul that will be saved, every soul that will be healed, every soul that will be delivered. Lord, we thank you for it right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that you are a helper. And, God, we thank you that all our needs are made because you said in the word that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want and that we will have everything that we need. Lord, let us not fear. In these last and evil days, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, help us, O oh God. We need you to help us. We need you to make haste and deliver us even now in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, we just thank you right now for this word of God in the name of Jesus. As you to decrease man, increase you, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. We give you praise honor and glory, and we call it done in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen to God be all of the glory. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I got to praise for the Lord because he's been good to me. He is an awesome, awesome God. He is the awesome God. Amen. To God be the glory. The word of God today will come for Exodus. My favorite book is Exodus. <laughs> That's my favorite book, y'all. Y'all know it is. It's my favorite book. I love Exodus because I know God is a deliverer, and he is a deliverer of his people. I'm going to come from Exodus, the 14th chapter. And I want to encourage you in your own devotional time if you can go back and read the entirety of the chapter. And also go back and read the chapter before and the chapter after. And if you get a chance, read the whole book of Exodus. And I, so I, you can love Exodus. I love this book. I really do. And um, I want you to love it, too. <laughs> I want you to love it, too. It's an awesome book of God's deliverance. It's an awesome book of his power. Um, he is an awesome God. And and his marvelous works are displayed in this in this 
book of Exodus. So I want to encourage you to to take the time to read it. Amen. And I pray that God will give you the revelation um, for you. Amen. So I'm going to begin reading. I said Exodus, the 14th chapter, and I'm going to begin reading at verse number 14. And the word of God reads, And when Pharaoh draw nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there was no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to bring us forth out of Egypt? Is it not this? The word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, stand still, and see the salvation of your Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, Ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore cries thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forth. But lift thou up thine rod, and stretch out thy hands over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I, behold, I will hearten the heart of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them, and I will get me honor upon Pharaoh and upon all of his hosts, upon his chairs and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I am, when I have gotten the honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. And the angels of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went before their face and stood behind them. And it came to pass, and it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night to these, so that the one came not near the other all night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the water was divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon dry ground, and the water were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, even all of Pharaoh's horses and his chariots and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning, watch that the Lord looked, unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the horses of the Egyptians. And he took off their chariot wheels, and they were driven them heavily, so that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fighteth 
for them against the Egyptians. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thy hand over the sea, that the water may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chairs and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength. And when the morning appeared, the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. And the water returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the hosts of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. Amen to God be the glory. I'm going to stop reading right there, but I... As I said earlier, go back and read the entire chapter so you can get an understanding of what God is saying in the Word. The title of the message for the day is From the Impossible to a Miracle. This is part two. Here in the book of Exodus, it's a book of deliverance. And as I said earlier, it is my favorite book. It's a book of deliverance, and I know God as a deliverer. The Bible tells us that God sent forth Moses into the land, into the land of the Egyptians, into the land where Pharaoh was the king, and told Pharaoh to let God's people go. Well, Moses really didn't want to go into the land. He really didn't thought anybody would believe who he was, uh, in other words, in God, that God had sent him, that he was God's prophet. And so God said unto Moses, he said, go. You know, I'm sending, I'm praying for it. I'm sending you into the land. I have heard the cry of my people by their taskmasters. Um, and, and the people of, of God uh, were in bondage for 430 years, and, and it was time. It was their season. It was time for their deliverance. And God sent forth a prophet into the land to release the word unto the people that they were coming out of the land. They were getting ready to go. I don't know about you, but are you ready to go? Are you ready to go to your promised land? God was getting ready to send the people to their promised land. He was getting ready to bring them out of the land, out of the land of Egypt. But it was a lot of things that they would go through before they actually came out of the land because Pharaoh did not want to let the people of God go. He did not want them to leave the land. As a matter of fact, he even made it even harder. The more the prophet came to uh, Pharaoh and told him what God had said and let the people go, he made the work even harder for the people of God. And I don't know about you, but we seem like it seems like today we're in that time where uh, I don't know who your Pharaohs are. I don't know who your Egyptians are. You know, I don't know. But a lot of people today and a lot of believers are going through a lot of things and working on a hard taskmaster who works against them and many other things like to, like like here in the day of Moses. You know, the word of God is to, to, to help us to see and to know that our God is a God of miracles. And when God sends forth a prophet in your life, you must receive the word of God. The prophet comes to release the word in your life so that you will know what God is about to do in your life. And see, even though Moses did not want to to go, God had chosen and sent Moses. And, and Moses said, well, God, 
who should I say sent me? He said, tell them the God of their fathers. I am the God. I am that I am has sent thee. I'm the God of their father, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And God is still God today. He is our father. And he is the great I am. He is our father. And God wants us delivered. God wants us to be set free for whoever our Pharaoh is, whoever the Egyptians are. I come with a message upon my tongue from the living God. You are coming out, and you are going to see God perform an impossible thing, and it's going to become a miracle before your eyes, and you will not be able to say that somebody else did it. You're going to only say that God has done a great thing. God has done a great work, just like he did in the day of Moses. Moses was a prophet. Moses was a prophet. The prophet always brings forth the word of Now, the Bible tells us that when Moses went into the land, there were many miracles that God performed. It was impossible things and that were that were miracles. They were impossible for man to do. You know, the word tells us it's impossible for man, but with God, all things are possible. So everything is possible for God. It's nothing too hard for God. No matter where you, where you are right now in your life, it may seem impossible to you, but I come as a messenger of God to let you know that there's nothing too impossible for our God. They have not seen the work of God, so they don't know God like you and I know God. I know God as a deliverer. I don't know about you, but I know God can deliver you out of whatever that is coming against you. you got to be still, as the word said unto us in, in, in the scripture, we got to be still. And we got to trust God and believe that he's able to do just what he said that he can do. We got to trust him, even in the midst. We don't understand it. You know, the people, Moses brought him, brought them the message. You know, it was, it was kind of hard. You know, sometimes it's kind of hard to work with people, you know, because sometimes they sometimes. And so Moses had to deal with them. He had to deal with Pharaoh. And, you know, it seemed like every time he went to Pharaoh, it looked like it made the situation worse for the people because God had hardened the heart of Pharaoh. Well, the Bible tells us all the different players that came, and then they finally decided to let the people go. But the people didn't come out empty-handed. So I said to you today that you will not come out empty-handed. So wherever God is sending you to go, you go get it. Don't you worry about your credit. You don't worry about what your neighbor said. You don't worry about what nobody said. You don't worry about your haters because they ain't got no power and authority over you. You go do what God is telling you to do because God's going to do an impossible thing, and it's going to be a miracle unto you. It's going to be a miracle unto those that are watching you. It's going to be a miracle. They're going to know it. It's the finger of God. They're going to know that it is. So don't you worry about anything. Go and do what God is calling you to do because he's getting you ready to go into promised land like he did for Moses and the children of Israel. He had to get them ready. He didn't say what all the stuff, that, all the other stuff that was going to take place and all that stuff, it had to happen. It was necessary. And so because God was trying to let 
Pharaoh know and the Egyptians know that they were merely men. Even though they worked against the children of God, even though they may have formed devices against the children of God, they couldn't come to pass. That's why the Bible said no weapon is formed against you. It shall not prosper. It don't matter who your Pharaoh is, and it don't matter who who they are and who they're sitting on their throne, and no just ain't nobody got no job security because God owns all things. See, Pharaoh probably thought to himself, you know, I'm am the king of this territory. I own this territory. And in addition, who the ones that were working with them, they felt the same way. They felt like the people of God didn't have God. Other words, put it this way: they felt like God wasn't with the people of God. I can just imagine they probably whispering, saying, "Where is their God? Why is they got? They don't have no help." That's what they're saying. That's what they said, and they're saying it even today about God's people. Where is they God? They ain't got no help. Where well, He's still God. He's the same God He was yesterday. He's the same God of the day, and He's the same God of miracles. And He's gonna do some miracles for the people of God today. Just watch them see it. The Bible says unto us that when the people had come out of the land, the the people of God had come out, they had went to the Egyptian and they had borrowed the silver and the gold and ran it and they had got everything they need. So you got to go in the land. You got to get everything you need because, see, when God get ready to bring you away from up under them pharaohs and them Egyptians, you're going to have everything that you need to, to travel into your journey into your new land. But you can't be afraid to go get it. I want to encourage you to go wherever God is telling you to go because he's already made a way for you to get it. Don't look at your pocketbook. Don't look at your wallet. Don't worry about the credit. Just go and get what God is telling you to get. It's your blessing. You got to have it before you get ready to go into the promised land. He had them ready when they got ready to come out. Now they were they were out of the land. They were traveling on their way. They were going on their way. So here's Pharaoh. He's sitting all up in the palace in the Egyptian. And they're thinking to themselves, oh, why we let them go? You know your enemies don't want you to go. Because they want to torment you, you know. They want to keep you in that same little place where you can't go nowhere and do nowhere. But that ain't no truth. That's a lying wonder. You're going to come out of the land and God shall be glorified. And the, the, the Bible says that there they were and they were saying, why did we let the children of Israel go? Why, why did we let them go? Now we ain't got nobody to, to, to serve us. And the Bible says that God had already spoken the word that he was going to harden the heart of Pharaoh, and he was going to bring, that he was going to, um, he was going to harden his heart. So when he hardened the heart of Pharaoh, oh, he got all his chariots. He got his 600 finest chariots. You know, the real enemies like that, they'll get all of them. They'll get them all together and their little old committees and their little street committees and all their little groups. And they'll come against you and whisper against them and they'll plot for you, but they forgot. I heard somebody, somebody put on Facebook, said the enemy got a plot, but God got a plan. But I come to tell you that God got a plan. And even though your enemy has risen up on you on it every sign God is your help. You got to believe it. You got to believe it because the Bible just told us for surety. If we be still and fear not and trust God, we coming out. And we coming out what we need. We ain't going to let for no good thing. We coming out. We coming out. We are coming out. 
we're going to come out and God shall be glorified. The Bible says that God took him really, you know what, really have God took him around a long way because he knew if he had to took him the short way, they were going to run back as soon as they seen them chariots. I want to say to you, don't you be shaking in your boots when your enemy come at you because they're going to come at you from the left and they're going to come at you from the right. They're going to come at you from every side because they're trying to stop you from going where you need to go. They're trying to steal your faith because they don't want you to have what God has for you. You cannot get so scared that you be like that just the time that you want to go back and serve them. You want to go back. What the Bible tells us, that they said, for it had not been better for us to serve the Egyptians. They done got scared. They shaking all in the boots. They just, and, and forgetting what God has already done for them. They went and got fearful. They had got afraid. And I, don't get afraid when it comes. Be still. You're going to have to be still and let your enemy do what they do because it's going to work for your good, just as it did for the children of Israel. When Pharaoh, when they heard the horses and the chariots and, and you know, just the sound of the trotting of the foot of the horses coming towards them, and the thing was is that here they were, and they were standing before the Red Sea. And the enemy was pursuing them, and then there was nowhere that they could go. They couldn't go forward because of the water, and they couldn't turn around and go back because the Egyptians were behind them. You know, sometime in our life we get in a place like that where we, too, are faced facing in a place where we can't go to the left, we can't go to the right because there's something there that's trying to stop us. It's something behind us. The enemy is coming behind us. They're, they're doing everything in their power to destroy you. They're coming at you on every side. Just like the Egyptians. And, and Pharaoh were coming against the people of God. But we cannot. We cannot get fearful. We cannot turn back. We got to stay forward. What the word said that God said, tell them, Moses, go forth. I say unto you, you go forth. Don't you turn around. Don't you look back. You stay focused on Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. You don't look back. You don't go back no matter what it is, whatever happens. If you get a pink slip, you better know that God already done opened the door for you. Don't you get fearful. If God said for you to go forth, you go forth. The enemy is going to come at you every day. So you got to be ready every day. You got to be ready for them because they're coming every day. Every day. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. You got to be prayed up. You got to be in that place of God. You can't be wanting to go back. You know, God done brought them out and done all those things, and then they're going to tell Moses what they said, and they were wrong for that. And then the Bible goes on to tell us in verse 13, and Moses said unto the people, and God is saying unto the people today, fear not, fear not, fear not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. which he will show you today. I don't know what your today is. For your Pharaoh, 
Your Egyptian. These are like people don't mean that's your haters. That's your backbiters. That's your street committees. Them them lying tongues. Those are your Egyptians. They represent Egyptians. Whom ye have seen today. Ye shall see them again. I'm going to write it down. Write it down. Fear ye not. Be still and see the salvation of your God. Be still and know that God is God. Hold your peace. Don't rise up against them. Don't do it. Be still. Let them do what they want to do. That's why God took them the long way, because he knew that they were going to get physical. He knew they were going to start shaking in their boots, scared. Turn back. Don't look back. God is telling you to go forth, because he's trying to get you into your promised land. Anytime, the closer you get to your promised land, closer to you get to get into the things of God that God has ordained for you to have before the foundation of the world, the enemy is going to come. The attack is what they say about the attacks and about it get worse before it gets better. But know that God is with you. Do not be afraid. And then the and the verse fourteen says, now God declares that the Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Don't you rise up? Somebody gonna rise up. Do not rise up. Hold your peace. Walk away from them. Let God handle it. As my mom would say, God can whoop your enemies better than you can. He know what just to touch, to touch to make them leave you alone. You got to hold your peace. And you got to wait on the Lord and be still. And you may not like it. It may not feel good. But it ain't what it looks like. So, Trust God in and on because the Lord shall fight for you. That's why the Bible tells us that the Lord is our man of war, and he will fight for us. God has not changed. He's the same God. He hasn't changed. He's the same God that loves his people, protects his people, and provides for his people. He protects, he provides, and he, he provides everything that we need. So we got to trust him. Even today, we got to trust God. He's saying, go, he's telling us to go forward. I don't know what he's telling you to do. I don't know where he's telling you to go. But you need to go get it. And you need to stop overthinking it. And so, so you're overthinking it. And why you're overthinking it, I don't know. But you're overthinking it. And so when you overthink sometimes, it will cause you to get fear. So I want you to stop overthinking and just do what God said and go get it. <laughs> they're going to give it to you. They may not know why they give it to you, but they're going to give it to you. They're going to give it to you. So the, the Bible goes on to tell us, so God tells Moses what to do. He gave him instruction. He said, now I want you to take your rod and I want you to lift the rod up. The Bible said he lift up the rod. And then the sea was divided. And the children of Israel shall go on dry land, on dry ground in the midst of the sea, from the impossible to a miracle. The sea opened up. 
It was divided like two walls on the right and the wall on the left. And the people of God went through on dry land in the midst of the people. God did not lose not one of his. And he ain't going to lose not one today. He don't care about the enemy. You don't need to be worried about him either. Trust God. And then the Bible says that the Egyptians, there they come. There they come behind them. They were pursuing them. But the, 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 the Bible says that, that, that the, um, God says that the, uh, the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. In other words, I am the Lord God Almighty. And he was going to get on uh, Pharaoh and the chairs and all of that. And so he made a way for the people of God. He gave them a pillar, a pillar of the cloud that went before their face and stood before them. And he kept a division between his people and the enemies of God. You know, a lot of times, I don't think people really realize it, that when you rise up against the things of God, when you rise up against the people of God, you're really rising up against the spirit of God in that person. So, you know, you're fighting God. That's what I'm about to let the enemies of God be scattered because you're coming against God himself. You know, Pharaoh might have looked at, their, uh, looked at the children of Israel as nobody, just servants, the people that they could just overwork, underpay, use them, abuse them. Uh, do many evil things against them, but to God, God loved his people. They were his people. And it was time for them to be delivered and, and come out of that place. And they coming out. You coming out too. We coming out. We are coming out. And we're going we gonna, to uh, give God the glory and praise. We need to be praising him right now because it's going to happen. And it came and the Bible said that when Moses had stretched the rod out and everything, that was the Egyptian, they would come. The Bible says that a strong east wind uh, was blowing that night, and the, and the land was dry for the people of God, and the water was divided. And so the, the children of God, they didn't have no problem crossing over to the other side. Are you ready to cross over to the other side? Because see, you got to get to your promised land. So you might have to go through some water. You God's going to raise it up for you so that you can get across on dry land. So you don't have to worry about the enemy. Don't worry about them because that's what they want you to do. But don't you worry about them because they ain't got no power, no authority over you. You got to trust God in the midst of all things. And everything, you got to give God thanks. You got to believe him for what he's saying in his word. We got to trust him, and we must believe his prophet. The Bible says, praise the Lord. Bless, praise the Lord. Believe in God's prophet and have faith in God so that you can prosper. You got to believe in the prophet. You got to believe the word. You got to believe the word that is coming out their mouth, out of their tongue, because it's a word of God, if they are a true prophet of God. So God made sure that the Egyptian never got close to the people of God. Even today, we see all this stuff going on in the world today. God's people are still separated. He got his people. He know who they are. He know who you are. He know who I am. 
And no matter what your enemy does when they try to get all up on you, don't let them get a foul on you. They don't have no authority to be there. Let them know that the Lord is the Lord and you belong to God. Know that God got you covered. You are covered under the blood of the Lamb of God. And nothing by no means shall harm thee. Nothing by no means shall harm thee. We got to trust in God. We got to believe in God's prophet. And I thank God that I have a prophet in my life, a prophet in Martha and uh, prophets and Apostle Yvonne in my life, and I am so thankful to God for them because they are true prophets, and I can receive a word from them that will help me in my life. You know, God has sent forth the word through Moses. Prophet, he wasn't just no any kind of prophet. He was a prophet like never before. He was like a prophet unto God. That's what the word is that Moses told him, look, God can send you a prophet unto like me. Moses was a powerful prophet. Very powerful prophet of God. And he was a prophet that nobody thought was a prophet. But he was a prophet. If God says he's a prophet, he's a prophet. If God says she's a prophet, she's a prophet. If he has given them that office to operate in a prophet, they're a prophet. Whether you believe it or not, touch not God's anointed and do his prophet no harm. Touch not God's prophet. You don't believe in them, walk away. Don't put your mouth on them. It's a dangerous thing to put your mouth on a prophet. Don't do it. We see what happened to Pharaoh, and we see what happened to the Egyptians. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. But the Bible says that when they pursued them and and, and molded them on the other side, well, the Bible tells me that our Lord was in the morning watch. Do you know that the Lord is watching over you in the morning? He's watching over you in the evening time. He's watching over you and everything else. He's watching over you. He's protecting you even in the morning watch. He's watching you in the noonday. He's watching you in the evening. He's watching you at night where you lay and you rest. The Lord is watching over you. And the Bible says how he had a pillar of fire um of a cloud, and he troubled the host of the Egyptians. You know, he can trouble the mind of your enemy. They don't know, but they won't know where they're coming or going. They'll walk past you, don't even know they want to see you. That's the kind of God we serve. We serve a God of miracles. But the Bible goes on to tell us that um, that when they got into the midst of the sea, that the wheels became came off. And I believe that the dry ground was no longer dry ground. I actually believe that because the wheels became heavy, that it became mud. It went back to its normal state. I believe it went back to the muddy, muddy, muddy ground. It was muddy ground, so the wheels couldn't really r- roll in and all that mud and all that water. And so the Egyptian knew then, uh-oh, they knew that that was the God fighting for the for the children of Israel and Moses. That's why it tells us that 25, he said, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fight for them against the Egyptians. And God fought for the people of God. And, and, and the Egyptians 
they drowned in the water. They couldn't swim. <laughs> the devil can't swim. Can't swim. And that water, they were too much water for them to drink, y'all. But the the Bible tells us that, that it covered them. They were destroyed in the midst of the sea. And the Bible says there was not so much as one that remained. So we need to trust God. Don't get turned back and go back. Don't worry about what your enemy is doing. Sometimes that's what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to worry about or they want us to worry about what they're doing, how they're going to do it, what they're going to do to you. They can't do no more than you than what God allows. And that's the truth. And the Bible tells us they can form the devices, but they can't perform them. And when they form the devices against the children of God, they actually formed devices against their own self. When Pharaoh came after the children of God and pursuing after Moses, what he was trying to do to the children of God, he did it unto his own self and his own people. They should have stayed. They should have stayed in that little land where they was at. They should have stayed in Egypt. But they decided to come behind the children of God. So don't be surprised when your haters rise up against you. Don't be surprised when they do that. Don't 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 be surprised when they back by on you, lie on you, sabotage you with all the foolishness that they do. Don't worry about it. Give it to Jesus. Give it to the Lord. Leave it with Him. Because He just told us in the Word to be still. He told us to be still, knowing that he is God. We got to trust him and know that he is our God. He's our man of war. And and we must not fear. The Bible tells us so much. Do not fear. Because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. He ain't gave us no fear. Fear, as the apostle was saying, fear is not going to come to you and say, hey, I'm fear. It's not going to do that. It's going to come, and it's going to make you feel. I don't care how the enemy comes. They will come and try to make you feel. But like she said, fear will not say, hey, I'm fear. It's not going to do that. You're going to have to trust God, even when it don't make no sense. No, in no matter what you're going through, how, whatever you're going through, it ain't what it looks like. God got you. It's working for you good. So we have to trust God. Fear not. Stand still and see the salvation of your Lord. And he will fight for you. we got to believe that with all our heart because the Lord will take care of his children. He's not a God that he can lie. And so God, so Israel saw a great work, and you shall see a great work. You shall see a marvelous work of God deliverance in your life. I don't know what areas in your life that you need deliverance deliverance from, I don't know, but I do know that our God is a deliverer of his people, and we have to trust in the Lord. We have to fear God. We don't have to fear man, but we do have to fear God, and that's why he tells us to fear him, because we're lack for no good thing. We got to trust him. We got to have faith in him. We got to believe that he is. We got to believe that he is. And the Bible tells us here in verse 31, And Israel saw the great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. 
So we have to believe the Lord, fear him. And we have to believe the Lord. And we have to believe his servants, whoever the prophet is that have brought forth you the word. We must believe God and what he said in his word. For our God is a God of miracles. He's a miracle-working God. That was a miracle. It was an impossible thing for any man to do, and no man will ever do it. Only God can. And he's able to do a miracle in your life. He's getting ready. He's getting ready. Got to get ready. Got to get ready. Got to get ready. Don't get focused on all the things that are going on around you because that's just distractions. So you want to stay focused and trust God and let God be God. Sometimes we just get in the way of God. And he's trying to do a new thing in our lives, but we just get all in the way. And we get scared. We get fearful. We're scared we're going to lose our house. We're scared we're going to lose our car. We're going to lose a job. Uh, we're scared we're going to lose our husband or wife. We're scared we're going to lose this and the other. Trust God. Fear not. Stand still. God is not giving you a spirit of fear. You're going to have to cast that thing back where it came from. But that's how the devil works with fear. It's still your faith. So I want to encourage you to know that we serve a God of miracles. He can take an impossible thing that's impossible to us. He can make it possible, and it will be a miracle. His glorious power shall be manifested in all the earth for the people of God all over the land. He shall be glorified in all the land. We have to trust him and believe in what he said in the word of God. We got to believe him. We got to be still. And know that our God is God. He is our man of war. And he will fight for us. He is always with us no matter what. And we're going to always win, win, win. No matter what, what, what. We're going to win. Because God is on our side. Fear not. Stand still. And see the salvation of your God. Amen. To God be the glory. We just thank God for his word. He's telling us to be still. Trust him. Believe in what he says. Have faith in him. Believe in his prophet. Have faith in God and know that God is God all by himself. He's still in control. Don't be so fearful. Lay down and rest. Lay down and rest and sleep and stop walking the floor. Trust him. He, you're in a safe place with him. He's your defense. Trust him. 
Don't stop mourning and complaining like the children of Israel. God is a God of new things, and he wants to do new things in our lives. But we must believe him and trust in him. In Jesus' name. At this time, I am going to go ahead and do the uh, the invitation. Amen. If you don't know Christ, I want to encourage you to come this day to know the man named Jesus, the one that lived, died, and rose again for you and I that we might be saved. God does have a plan for your life, and that is to do you good. Come today while you still have time. While the blood is yet running warm in your veins, if you will say this prayer with me, Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you lived, you died, and you rose again just for me. Come into my heart and be my Savior. Help me. Show me the way. I believe it. I believe you for it. I believe for my healing. I believe for my deliverance. I turn from sin. I repent with a godless sorrow. If you said that prayer and you honestly do repent of your sin, we believe that you are saved. If you can inbox me there on Facebook, Voice of Truth, and let me know uh, that you have given your life to Christ today. If you leave a contact number, I will get back in contact with you as soon as possible. Amen. I want to encourage you to get your Bible and begin to read it. Um, read the King James story in the New Gospel, um, the four Gospels, amen, in the New Testament. And begin to start there. Um, if you're going to read another version, I would suggest uh, the uh, New Living. Um, but we want to encourage you to start today. Um, you get your life right with God and, and get the word in you because you're going to need the word of God uh, in these last and evil days. And we want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to please inbox me there so that we can help you get the discipleship so you can develop your relationship with Christ. God loves you. We love you too here at Once the Truth. And we want you to get everything that God has for you. We want to encourage you to follow Voice the Truth on all the social media. We want to encourage you to follow all the ministries on the Without Walls Worldwide Ministries. Amen. And we have something every uh, every uh, day, something for you. So we want to encourage you to get connected to these ministers. Amen. To God be the glory. I want to take a minute to speak to those church goers and those backsliders. I want to encourage you today to come. You know, um, you, you can't make it in on the church road. You can't make it in if you got the biggest ties or butter butter with the pastor or any of those things. You want to have to. Know Jesus. You're going to have to be born again. You're going to have to know him. And so I want to encourage you today to give your life to Christ for real. And just ask the Lord to, Lord, forgive me, and I repent of my sin with a God of sorrow and turn from the sins and um, sin no more so uh, a worse thing won't come upon you as far as a backslider. Those who are church going, been on the road 20 and 30 years and don't know Christ, not holding no still. I want to encourage you to come. We got to get it right. It's time out for playing church, y'all. We got to get it right. Jesus is soon to return. So if you said that prayer, I want you to also hit me up on Facebook. Just leave me your name and your number there as well. Amen. We want to thank God for every soul that was saved, every soul that is 
heal every uh, soul that is delivered and set free. We thank God for every soul that new soul in the kingdom of God. And so we give God all praise and all glory because he's the only one that can save the soul of man. So we just thank him even now for the harvest of souls. We thank him for the revivals. Amen. Revivals are coming forth of the Lord. Amen. I want to go ahead and do the VOP announcement. We have for you on Sunday the Hour Power. Pathetic Corner is the first Hour Power from 5 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Pathetic Corner Ministry with your host, Prophetess Martha Williams, powerful woman of God, a praying woman of God. Uh, a true prophet of God. So I want to encourage you to get connected to the woman of God. You can inbox us there on Facebook, Prophetess Martha Williams or Martha Williams, and she will get back with you. But we want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to also to sow an offering into her ministry. Sow an offering on the good ground. If you want to do that, that you can inbox her there. If you want to talk to the prophet, amen, you can also inbox her there or messenger her, yeah, and you can do that, and uh, she will get back with you, amen, to God be the glory. Voice of truth. It's the second half of the hour of power from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. That is the name that God has given us. It's the hour of power. So you get two hours of power on Sunday. Amen. To God be the glory. On Tuesday night, we have for you one word from the Lord with my pastors and leaders, Pastor Joseph, Apostle, Prophet Yvonne Rao, they're live and on the air on Block Talk Radio at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected to the ministry. God is going to do a great work with the ministry. I want to encourage you to sow your offerings there as well. Amen. Sow an offering on fertile ground. I don't know about you, but I need a word from the Lord. Amen. So I want to encourage you to get connected to Without Walls Worldwide Ministries. On Saturdays, we have for you Faith Come by Hearing Ministry with your host, Elder Evangelist Bertha Askew. She's live and on the air at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Saturday. So I want to encourage you to get connected and stay connected to the woman of God, powerful woman of God, praying woman of God. God is going to do some great work through elders. So I want to encourage you to get connected. And I, if her ministry has been a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to sow an offering into her ministry. Amen. Sow an offering to all of these ministries. Amen. You want to sell some seed in the ground because seed time and harvest will always be. But be careful about the seeds that you sow because whatever you sow, you shall reap. So I want to encourage you to do that. Amen. To God be the glory. I want to also encourage you to become a wild partner for an offering of $25 or more. If you would like to do that, you can uh, inbox Apostle and Pastor on Facebook, and they will tell you how to do that, or any of the team members. We will tell you how to do that. You can do a one-time offering. You can do a weekly offering, or you can do um, 
uh, a, a tithe or offering, whatever one that God is telling you to do. If you're following these ministry and this is, you consider this your ministry home, then uh, by all means do what God is telling you to do because he's trying to get something from you. I'm going to get something to you and not from you. He's trying to get you something. So we got to put meat in his house so there will be meat in our house. So I want to encourage you to do that for an offering of $25 or more. You can do one-time offering. You can do it. You can be a weekly partner, but we want to encourage you to do that, whatever God is telling you to do. And that way, it puts you on our prayer list. You will receive different type of word of encouragement uh, during the week. Uh, you will receive uh, different stuff during the week. And uh, we want to encourage you to, to do that, be a part of what God is doing. Uh, with these ministries, and we just thank God for you being here. We thank God for you being a part of Voice of Truth. We thank God for you, and we just thank God just for this day. I want to say Happy Mother's Day again to all the beautiful mothers all around the world. Where would we be without our mothers? Amen. So give your mother some love today and every day of your life. Love on your mother. Give her flowers while she yet lives. Amen. To God be all the glory. We want to thank God for you again. And then we want to encourage you, if you have not purchased my ebook uh, on Amazon.com and Goodreads, it's up for only two ninety nine. We want to encourage you to do that, the hard reflection. Amen. I want to encourage you to do it. It's a good read. So we give God all the glory for that. And we're going to get ready to get up out of here. And I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say you be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. You be blessed. You have a great week. In the name of the Lord, know that we love you. Be blessed. We'll meet you here next week at the same place at the same time here on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be blessed. I love you.